Hey everybody, this is Duchess Willow, and today I have a special guest on Ebony Femdom Phone Sex, Mistress Harper. Say hello, Mistress Harper. Hello, Mistress Harper. <laughs> <laughs> I am so excited to be here. Willow, you are my mm, beautiful, sexy, powerful, <laughs> amazing, wonderful. I send all my naughty slaves to you. Oh, well, you know, you, you could keep going. We could, we could do this for a couple hours. I'm loving it. <laughs> but thank you very much. It's a pleasure to have you here. And um, my very first question for you, Mistress Harper, is first of all, let everybody know uh, where they can find you uh, on Cock Control Radio? You have a, a radio show? I do. I'm on our Cock Control Radio. My show is called Whore School. It's adult sex education. Emphasis on the adult and the education. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> and it's good. Oh, oh I'm And uh, let everybody know uh, where they can find your blog. Uh, my blog is fetishphonesexblog.com. I've got Twitter, Enchantrix Harper, with no I, because no I, can, I. <laughs> I can spell honest. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, you know, spell, spelling is underrated. I was in a hurry, and yeah. I've had that Twitter account since uh, forever. Mm -hmm. So, I, I, you know, I'm okay with it now. It's just, it's Enchantrix Harper, no I. No, I, and, uh, well, I tweet you a lot anyway, so they'll be able to find it. Um, and so my first, first question, uh, but before we get into that, where you can find me again, this is Duchess Willow is at ebonyfemdomphonesex.com and you can find this podcast on Anchor FM and Apple iTunes, and we are going to jump right in to my very first question for Harper. Harper, what are you over in 2020? <laughs> what What are your pet peeves? And what are some things that you are just motherfucking done with? Oh, I will try to keep it brief. Go go for <laughs> it. Just, just do it. Let it all out. Oh my God. Insincerity. Mm -hmm. You know? So, <sighs> men... <laughs> will have this impulse to white knight to run in and offer to fix or to serve or to, you know, jerk off while they're pretending to serve. And uh, it gets old after, you know, the 50,000th time. Mm -hmm. So I get, I get a lot of sissies. I love my sissies, sissies. They're fun. Sissies are sissies are a lot of fun. Sissies, are, I, I like making them squeal. I like making them beg. But if I get one more sissy who offers to come to my house and serve me by, you know, cooking and cleaning, when I know for a fact that they don't do that in their own home. <laughs> oh, no. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Mm -hmm. I had a fella who said he wanted to be a slave for me. And I said, great, what are your skills? And he goes, oh, you can train me. And I said, no, no, what do you already know? Can you mm -hmm. cook? No. Okay, have you ever cleaned a toilet? No. 
Oh, you have wow. a mopped? No. Do you know how to play a musical no. instrument? No. no. What's your no, favorite baby. author? I don't read. Oh my God. How do you, so, wait a minute, hold up. How do you ooh. not read? I don't know. I'll, I'll tell you what though, my pet peeve, speaking of not reading, is um, my, my pet peeve that I left behind in 2019, people who don't read. Um, people who come to my blog or they see me on Twitter and ask me, well, how do I call you? It's all over my blog. Like, if you when you go to ebonyfemdomphonesex.com, the number is it's up right there. there. The click it's... to call button is right there. I have a messaging, <laughs> like I have an instant message box on my blog where you can send me a message and say, hello, all of my links are on there. The number to call is all over my blog. So how the fuck do you sound coming to me saying, well, I don't know how to reach you. How, how do I call you? Are you like, I know you're not that motherfucking dense. You have to hold their hand. Okay. So first you have to pick up your phone and then you wake it up and put mm -hmm. in your password or your, your code or your fingerprint or wake it up. Now there's a little phone icon that you have to push on mm -hmm. that will bring up you maybe press the keypad icon inside your phone app, okay? And then you uh -huh. dial the phone number that's on the top of the web page. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so, yeah. Listen, I I like I I've had to take a lot of uh, deep breaths and just you know walk away from the computer sometimes because they will fucking try you <laughs> um the thing that bugs me out though is they act like they don't know how to call you and but but they figured out how to use skype and send you a uh -huh. message uh -huh. so when they when they message me on skype i ask them how did you find me oh oh uh uh mistress i found i found you on your blog oh okay well then that means that you know uh -huh. how to you you know how to get in touch with me. You know how to do a call. So you can't use that lame ass, oh, uh, how, how do I call you? Don't make me slap you through this fucking computer. <laughs> Find a way. Find a way uh, to the, reach through the computer. Mm, reach through the computer. Something. Don't make me slap you. Like, I mean, I know you would like that <laughs> at first. You might like it. But you may not like it if I continue slapping you repeatedly. I think they like the idea a lot more than they like the reality of being smacked around. Yeah, you you will be an instant pain slut. <laughs> and then I'll send you a bill. Because you got to pay me for that. <laughs> yes. So that that's that's a big one that, that I'm over yeah. is is people who don't read or play dumb like they don't know how to read. Stop it. Mm -mm. It is the 2000 and the 20. <laughs> so at the end, end of 2019, I, mm -hmm. I put a boundary in place that, uh, so I have a, a strong interest in like helping people, you know, mm -hmm. I, I'll help make you into a better person. And then I realized I was doing a lot of that for free. A lot of, you know, therapy-ish counsel, you know, let me give you advice about your life. 
Ooh, girl. Like, Hang on. Wait a moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I should get paid for this shit. So all the fuck, the, yeah. Oh, the shock. The shock through several of the people that I'd been unwittingly providing service to for free mm-hmm. when I finally woke up, realized it, and said, you know what? I'm not doing this anymore. You can pay me for what I've been doing. How <gasps> dare you? How dare what? you charge me? What? What? How, how dare you charge me for something that I've been getting for free, Harper? How could uh-huh. you do that to me? Mm-hmm. How, how could I? How dare I? Like, how I have spent... You? hundreds of hours counseling Mm -hmm. you for nothing because apparently giving it to you for free meant that you disregarded all the advice I gave you and none of it sunk in. So maybe if I charge you for it, you'll value it and pay some attention. About that. I, I found that, um, if, if I mention that, uh, you know, you can, you could talk to me about things outside of sex or or kink um you have to pay for it (laughs) you know you that's something that means that you will be utilizing my time and my energy Mm -hmm. so if you need somebody to talk to, that's cool. We all need somebody to talk to every once in a while. Um, but I don't really have time to do that often because food costs money. I like food. <laughs> I, yeah, I like to eat. Uh, the light bill is not free. Mm-hmm. The mm. intranet. <laughs> the intranet. <laughs> that we are on in the 20 of the 20 is not free. (laughs) Rent Mm. is not free. My motherfucking phone bill and, and yeah, the intranet. These are all things that we have to pay for. Mm -hmm. Hot take. Mm -hmm. That's why I started writing about, you know, uh, the kinky life coach. Mm hmm. Like I, I have advice to give and I have, so I do a lot of sissies and I do a lot of trans folk who are at you know, whatever level of, of transformation and transition that they're going through. Yes. So uh, there's a lot of support type conversations that I have mm-hmm. and I'm fucking good at it. <laughs> so I should get I, paid. I know that you are. For what I'm good at. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't, I don't think that it's it's too much to ask for somebody to pay you for your time because mm-hmm. they know how to contact you. Um, so if they know how to contact you, they know that they are utilizing your time. People are not <laughs> stupid. They know they know exactly what they're doing. So when you get somebody that says, I'm a sub or, hey, can I talk to you about something? That's cool. Um, and, you know, sure, you can talk to me about whatever you want. Just dial up the 1-800 number. Dispatch uh-huh. will connect you to me after they, you know, take all of your payment information. Or the, um, my, my favorite is, oh, well, I just have a quick question. No, you don't. No, you don't. 
you don't have a quick question. Like, don't don't even try to play me with that. I got a quick question. Um, mm-hmm. How much is your quick question going to cost? Right. That. But you are right that people tend to value shit more if they have to pay for it. If they have to make an investment, then they will show the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Um, like- I tell people, wash your face. Somehow it's more impactful if they paid me to tell them to wash their face. Pretty much. The advice is the same. Whether or not they've paid for a session with me or if they're just reading a blog that I wrote about, here's the importance of skincare, you dirty, crusty motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should start putting that on our blogs. Like, um, here is how you connect to the mistress. You dial that lovely little 800 number, and one of our lovely, beautiful dispatchers answers the phone and takes your information and connects you to us. Well, I I wrote that big, long post about how to use Skype and how to do a Skype session. Don't get me started on Skype, please. It's an ongoing problem. Speaking of things, I'm over. Mm, (laughs) Skype. I love. I love Skype. I mean, the call quality is great. The video is great. I like getting to watch them. But oh my god, if I have to walk somebody through and be their IT professional before we get to the fun, sexy shit. (laughs) I have taken all the fun out of it. Like, call and ask for me. And we get on the phone, you know, and and dispatch said this person wants to do the call on Skype. They want you to watch them on cam. Cool. (laughs) I love watching people on cam. Hell yes. And he says, do you do, you know, Skype? I'm like, yeah. You know, what's your Skype name? He says to me. While we're on the phone, oh, I don't have Skype. Um, I thought that the dispatcher would connect us um, and give us a link. And I was like, what are you talking about? You you said that you wanted to do a Skype call. That's what you told dispatch. He goes, yeah, but uh, I thought that they would give us a link to connect. And I'm sitting there like, what, what link? What? Huh? <laughs> like a like a like a conference? I like a, like a webinar type shit? I don't know. What the? I was just sitting there like you seen you seen the 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 video of the lady like making this confused face and she's got like all the math symbols going around her head. Uh huh. That was me. I was like, what, what link are you talking about? You just sign into Skype and we'll, you know, I could watch you on Skype. He was like, no, well, you know, the last time I called, the the dispatcher gave me a link. And I'm asking dispatch, like, do you give what? them a link to connect, to get on? And she didn't know what the hell he was talking about. And I didn't know what the hell he was talking about. Girl, I just rolled my eyes so hard it hurt. <laughs> but, um, yeah. <gasps> Skype. 
people. I, I like Skype, but I can't. I can't be your IT mistress. <laughs> I don't uh, have the temperament or mm-hmm. the skill set to do there's, that there's shit. A, there's a couple of people that um, have done the whole. Uh, you know, can you help me set up my Skype before the call? Um, uh-uh. I can. I can help you set it up during the call i'm right? not going to set up your <laughs> skype with you for free um i think there was a story about that too but anyway. they'll, they'll, they'll be on like a an iphone I'm like, i don't have an iphone i don't know what the icon looks like for you i don't right. know what button you need to push mm-hmm. i don't know how to get into your phone's settings to make it use your phone's microphone i don't uh, figure it out <laughs> figure it out without figure me out. get get that together like have your skype working before you call yes that that's like the 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 t- too long didn't read of the entire post i wrote about get your shit together first then call mm-hmm because this whole I'm on the phone and like I can see you but not hear you through Skype and all I see is like up your nose. <laughs> Look, I want to watch you jerk off. I don't want to count your nose hairs and recognize it. Nah, oh, you've got a dangler, you know? That's not sexy. It's not. It's not that's sexy. Not no one wants to see that. So yeah, maybe um, learn how to read directions, set your Skype up before you call. I actually follow, I follow somebody on Twitter and their their Twitter name is y'all don't read. It's the truth. It no, it's the, it's the truth. But true. You know, and and that's why I check myself sometimes cuz if if I'm looking at something cuz I get real impatient. I'm mm-hmm. like, let me read the directions first cuz if I'm in a hurry, um that this is not going to be good for anybody. I'm in a hurry because then I'm a bloaters mofo. <laughs> I couldn't figure out. But yes, please, in the 2020, learn how to read. Learn, learn to read. Learn, learn. I mean, come on. It's fucking Skype. It's been around forever at this point. You have really no excuse has. for not knowing how to use this program. Yes. I've been using Skype since um, I, I actually remember Yahoo Messenger. Yeah, back, back in the day. I was Way so mad when they when they phased it out too. <laughs> yeah, they phased it out and put this kind Ugh. of BS web based version of it, and it was garbage. Mm. So everybody stopped using it. Yes. Um, but yeah, Skype has been around for five hundred million years since it's, it's dinosaur. forever. So if you don't know how to use Skype, may God be with you. I've I've had people they'll they call the say I might be the same one that calls you. I want to do a Skype call. Great. Awesome. Let's do this. Log into your Skype. What's your username? Oh, I don't have one. <laughs> well then we can't do a skype call sweetie oh man you gotta have a username so that you can use your skype 
you know, I, I think um, when they get the dick in the hand, <gasps> the brain all, turns off. Yeah, the brain turns off. Like, yeah, I want to do Skype. Oh, wait, I, I don't have a Skype. Well, how are you going to do Skype then, dummy? Right? <laughs> Duh. Hello. <sighs> so insincerity, people who don't read. Mm-hmm. People <laughs> Luddites. People who, who can't operate technology but want to. Oh, the Luddite. I, I had somebody ask me, um, they went to my blog. And I put this in my Ebony Femdom FAQ because somebody asked me, are you black? (laughs) No. Harper, I had to keep a straight face. I was like, (laughs) the whole, like, the whole blog, (laughs) Ebony Femdom Funk. No, I'm I'm not some blonde hair, blue eyed bitch <laughs> pretending to be black. Come on now. <laughs> I get um I get are you black? Are you are you a woman? Somebody asked me if I was a robot. <laughs> no, darling. Darling, no. We have a robot on Second Life. At, at Enchantrix. Her, uh-huh. name, her name is Kristen. Um, but no, I am not a robot. I am a whole ass, real ass woman. Are you a man? Are, uh, are you? <sighs> yeah, I get the, are you black? Are you a woman? Are you real? Why don't you? Why don't you have real pictures? Let me tell you something. If I put my real pictures on 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 the sites, it's over. <laughs> You're not ready for that. You're not ready for that. I I wouldn't because they would. Oh my god! So that's the other thing I'm super over in 2020. What's casual that? motherfucking racism? Mm. I am so do not. Do not call me going, I want to suck a big inward dick. Oh, really? No, you do not. I have to tell people, do not use that word in my presence unless you, I mean, do you want to keep your teeth? Do you want to keep your teeth? Like that that isn't even the casual part of racism. That's just, that's fucking overt right there. That's Mm. a, uh, that doesn't turn me on. Stop. Mm. Yeah. Mino Gusta, <laughs> dickhead. No, so just, that and um, slightly unrelated. I do want to clear up that I do uh, what are called shemale fantasy calls for <laughs> those who like a chick with a big black dick. I I do those calls. Guys love it. I have no problem doing them. Um, I do have a problem with the, with the casual racism and just, <laughs> you know, casual racism, misage, noir, misage, noir, that word, <laughs> uh, treating black women as less than mm-hmm. full stop. No, 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 we're not animals. Oh you know? my God. I will punch um, somebody. We're we're not mules. 
I've heard, I've heard some shit and I get that sometimes people are, you know, they're really turned on and then they say things and they're like, oh, I don't think that way in real life. Um, this is your real life. A very, very long, long, long time ago, once upon a time when I first started doing uh, phone sex and working from home, somebody had called me and uh, wanted to do race play. So I put that on my blog um i don't do race play i'll do reverse race play like mm-hmm. if you, you want to be my little lily white bitch boy i will bend your ass over and go to town but i don't do <laughs> race play you may not call me the n-word if you want to use that word on a call with me you have to pay triple and then a hundred dollars for like every minute that you're on the phone with me. So you would have to pay out the ass. If you want to use that word, you gotta pay for it. That's that's reparations fee. Yes. And they, they get so upset, like, well, why can't I use that word? Are you black? Well, how come black people get to use it? The same reason I get to use the word cunt. And if you call me a cunt, I will knock your dick up through your teeth. <laughs> through, like through through your entire elementary canal. <laughs> about your mouth. What? Yes. You, you want to use that word? I'll give you one. Mm. I'll mm. invert it. You're welcome. Yeah. Uh-uh. They're, they're a trip. They're, they're an absolute trip. So, yeah, if you go to ebonyfemdomphonesex.com, there's an Ebony Femdom FAQ. <laughs> and I put that up there. And the day after I put it up, I got the, are you black? Are you a real person? Are you a robot? <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> Am I a robot? <laughs> Am I, are you a real person with feelings that I can possibly hurt? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, technically, yes. However, are you significant enough to cause me emotional pain? No. Mm-hmm. Nope. Negative. Yeah, I, I agree with you. The only way that I'll do race, race play with someone is uh, black superior. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, no. You, you, you may suck a black dick on your knees while acknowledging the fact that you're a little fucking bitch Mm -hmm. and that you could never be as good as this perfect specimen of manhood in front of you is. Mm -hmm. And if you say a certain word, Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah, I I like your idea of making them pay extra. I'm I'm just going to start... I'm going to tell him, you know what? You need to hang up and do a tribute. Mm-hmm. One to me for offending my ears with that bullshit. And and then you need to also give a tribute to Mistress Willow. Mm-hmm. Just, just on, just because. Just because. <laughs> just because. Just rub your nose in the fact that you're inferior. Pay, bitch. Oh. Yes. 
I like asking white boys that question. Like, do you get off on this because you know that you are inferior to black men and black women? <laughs> like, you, I hope that you realize that you are inferior. <laughs> I've got, there's one fella, he's pretty famous. He's called a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. And I like it when he calls because he really, really wants to do race play. And I got super annoyed at him one day because he kept on saying terrible shit. And I went off on him and cussed him up one side, down the other, around the barn, told him, ev- oh, I told him the truth, that he was a racist sack of shit and he deserved to be <laughs> like, oh, I went off. And he loved it. Loved it. He was like, oh, thank you. Thank you for playing with me. And I'm like, I meant it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Like I, I, I wasn't playing. I wasn't playing, <laughs> but all right. <laughs> in, if you... in, in all of my years of, of doing uh, phone sex and, and, you know, working in clubs and shit, like just telling white men how racist they actually are. And there's been a, there's been a few that would call and um, most of them don't expect to be called on their bullshit. But when you do, it's, it's like just watching the, the hearing the reaction, like their mouth drops open. Like, oh my God, what, what do you mean I'm a racist? <laughs> I said, what the fuck I said, you're a racist. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. They, they get like, what, 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 what? I'd like to speak to your manager. Mm-hmm. Please do. <laughs> if you can find whoever my manager is. Uh. <laughs> I've, I've actually had that happen. Um, you know, the, if I've had to check people on the phone or in person and they pull that, I want to speak to your manager. Oh, baby, I will give you my full name. I will give you the manager's full name. I will dial the motherfucking number for you and hand the phone to you. Please do. <laughs> go Please. on, go on. So repeat what you just said. Mm-hmm. Say it one more time. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, yeah, casual racism can uh, GTFO. Yeah. It's a hard no. Definitely. Mm-mm. Sexism, that can get out. Mm-hmm. Uh, transphobia, transmisogyny, bye. I'm hella over that because, um, you know, we, it's, we it's have... 2020. What the fuck yeah. do you care how somebody else dresses, acts, or who they fuck? Unless you're the one they're fucking. Shut up. Yeah, or these. Uh religious people these religious freaks that are like you have to worship the way i worship otherwise it's not valid and it's not right and it's against everything in the Mm -hmm. bible and i just want to ask them how is this person identifying as transgender affecting your life how is it affecting you how is it affecting your household how is it affecting you paying your bills? Like, how about you mind the business that pays you? Let's start there. I, I ran into an epically disgusting subset of transphobia. Mm-hmm. Like, it, 
disturbing and upsetting. Gay and lesbian cis people who hate trans people because they're like, if I wanted to date a person with a vagina, I would date women. It's... Uh, You're equating... Oh, my God. Oh, you're it's reducing bad. people down to just what's between their legs, really negating bad. their self-identity and imposing your own sexual needs onto everyone around you mm-hmm. while also upholding the cishet patriarchy and actively making life more dangerous and more awful for your fellow human beings. Mm-hmm. Good job. I have I have friends who are transgender and the shit that people say to them, like just out of pocket, like, oh, I don't believe in in transgender or um, I don't believe in Santa Claus. Yeah. Or or to trans women <laughs> saying things like, oh, you're you know, you're really hot, but I'm not gay. OK, well, that's not a man. So what the fuck? Like, why would you disrespect somebody and say that to them? They're just as bad as TERFs. Like, no. TERFs are just real interesting because they claim that they are, I guess, protecting women's spaces. By excluding women and reducing everyone down to, do uh you have a vagina? Or they are uh, worried about which bathroom a trans woman is going to use. Well, first of all, she don't give a fuck. She just trying to use the bathroom. Like, I've never had a trans person bother me in the bathroom, but I've had some cis people, like, try to bust in a door because, like, I need to pee. Um, I'm currently taking what I'm doing in the restroom. You need to wait your freaking turn, bitch. Go pee in a sink. I mean, right? Um, unless they want to, you know. <laughs> you may not come sit in my lap to do your business. It's not happening. Yeah. Learn some patience. We learned this in kindergarten. We take turns. Sis aggression is, uh, I don't get it. I don't get it. That's why I'm over it. Over it. They're just Done. trying to breathe, people. Leave them alone. Mm-mm. Leave them alone and you go on and mind the business that pays you and live your life. It's like at the first hint, oh no, DEFCON 3. <laughs> I'm so, so over. Oh, I just don't understand. About what? 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 What don't you understand? What? What? Say something. Go, ah, yeah, keep going. No, say it. <laughs> nope. Well, you know, because so then done. they catch themselves. Mm-hmm. Depending on who's around, they they catch themselves because they know that they're out of order. Uh huh. Yes. As soon as soon as my head pops up and my eyes get wide, they're like, "Oh, oh, man, I was just kidding. It's a joke. Really? Why don't you explain it to me? I don't see the humor. Can you explain why that's funny?" Exactly. Yeah, that's just oh. like. Uh, somebody posted something on on tiktok about black men having like afro pics in their hair walking around with afro pics like why do black people do why is that your business what where does that concern you 
what it, black people do with their hair. Like, are you black? Do you have black hair? Do you have an afro? No, no, and no? Then fuck off. You don't need to use an afro pick. Why are you worried about a black man walking around with an afro pick in his hair? Why are you worried about a black woman and ha having braids or having afros or, you know, just... I, I went out went out to check the mail earlier and one of my neighbors was walking by and I'm like, oh, hey. And, you know, as he walked past and then beyond me, I was like, huh, young black man. <laughs> his, his pants were sagging. Mm -hmm. I The only thing, I was like, huh, how does he keep his pants from falling off? Like I could see full boxer covered ass. He had a cute ass, a little bubble ass. It was like his pants were at his waist in the front and cupping his ass in the back. It really accentuated things. But the only thought I had was, how did they not fall off? I've and, I've wondered that for years. I don't know. And other than wondering how he keeps his pants from inevitably falling, I don't give a shit how he dresses. Mm -hmm. He had a cute ass, though. Yes. They do. That that's one of the benefits of uh sagging pants is I get to check out the boot. Mm -hmm. He had a nice ass. I'm like, okay, I see the I see why. You're showing off. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and kudos to you. Well yes. done, sir. That's a cute ass. <laughs> nice. So people are like, Oh, they should just pull their pants up. Why do you care? Are you jealous? Your ass didn't look that good? Yes. Probably, yes, actually. They know if they wore their pants like that, everybody would be like, oh, tidy whiteies. Oh. Yeah, there, there seems to be a lot of envy uh, and appropriation of Black culture. Envy of Black men, envy of Black women, appropriation, and then turning around, like, you, you want to do what you see a Black woman doing and then turn around and call her ghetto for doing it. And I, uh, no, that I, I run around cool. with enough hippies every now and then I see a white hippie with dreads and I'm like, those aren't dreadlocks. Those are nasty mats and I can smell you from here. Yeah, about that. There <laughs> was a video online of a white man who was growing dreads and had not oh. washed his hair in 10 years. <gasps> and the face that I made. Oh, oh my like, God. You know, 10 years. Because apparently they think, you know, that black people do not wash their hair when oh. they have locks. And a black person with locks will tell oh. you they wash their hair daily. Their you have to, to maintain it. Like, oh. Oh, but white people, if we dread our hair and get it wet, it will mold and then start to rot off our heads. Yeah, exactly. Because not everything is for you. Oh, it's so gross. It's so gross. It, it's, oh. it's really. Yeah. So guys who are like, hey, baby. And I'm like, you got a nice face, nice ass, nice dick, dreads. You're out. Bye. No. Uh -uh. Or the uh, the fairy locks defense. Oh. 
Oh, Jesus, take the wheel. No, no, uh, mm -mm. no, the, no. Okay, the Vikings would braid their hair, mm -hmm. like three strand and five strand and seven strand braids to mm -hmm. keep it from making locks or mats. And they would get a little messed up on the outside and look like on the surface a hairy lock. <laughs> But then you could carefully run a brush through it and brush it out, and it's most of your hair is still present. Like you've lost a little bit, but not a whole lot. Unlike with a white people, if you try to brush out a dread, you cannot. You have no. to cut them off. Um, you can. Uh, it it is possible to unlock dreads, but it is a tedious, time-consuming process. Mm -hmm. uh, because Kudos I do to the people who do it. I've known some people yeah. who do it professionally. They're like, you know, lock maintenance and they'll take out and then put back in. Mm -hmm. Wow. It takes multiple lot. days. Yes. You Eight hours a day for like a week mm -hmm. to deal with it and get it all out. Like, oh, I'd rather yeah. cut it off. Um, I, I know a few people that took their locks out and it is a process so it can be done um but most people when they grow you know my cousin had dreadlocks and um he just cut his off because he couldn't be bothered his hair mm -hmm. was like down his back oh i i knew somebody who had dreads and he'd had them in for like 15 years mm -hmm. they were like down his back and he was like think it's time he just pair of kitchen shears yep. cut them all off yep he was like wow my head feels lighter i bet damn i bet it does. <laughs> i know quite a few people that that have had dreads um somebody that i grew up with uh same thing she had dreads and her mother had dreads and her dreads were down her back she just got tired of them one day and chopped them off did the big chop. Mm -hmm. I mean, when you, I, there's a lot of embodied energy in that. And we're like, it's time yes. for a change. Yes. Boom. Big. That's why physical change. Women, mm -hmm. That's why some women and men will cut their hair when they end a relationship. It's, it's mm -hmm. symbolic for a new start. Me personally, I'm not cutting my hair for no man. <laughs> I've, I've had, uh, long hair for most of my life and uh i've been through a couple of bad breakups and uh i like my hair more than i like the men <laughs> to keep my hair yes yes i got rid of the men <laughs> <laughs> I, I see you tweeting sometimes about trash dick Yes. Um, yeah, the, the 2019, I left a lot of trash dick. Um, <laughs> Good. Trash dick goes in the dumpster. Not in your life. One dude that was just crazy. Like, there's no other definition for him. But would just flip out, and I had to cut him off. Then I had another dude that um, fucking... We were talking for a while, and he just ghosted me. 
and uh, I had a I had a Beyonce yellow dress bat swinging moment. Right? Yeah, I was I was ready to fight. Um, and the best was like, dude comes back eight months later, sees that I've moved on, sees that I'm glowing, sees that I am just doing very well for myself, and posts online some bullshit about being jaded and heartbroken and i'm like Motherfucker, you ghosted me <laughs> so eight months later now you mad because i motherfucking moved on how do you sound like what selfish you don't, you don't make sense i guess he thought, selfish he, yeah. he wanted you to be pining after him and waiting for him so he could come back when he felt like it and be like i'm back baby did you miss <laughs> me Nope. Oh yeah, I, I missed you so much. Did it's been eight months? You know what? I think you could go another eight months without talking to me. Bye. Let's see if I miss you better then. <laughs> yeah, Let, let's do another eight months of not speaking and and see if I miss you then. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So I'm mm-hmm. I'm definitely over trash men, <laughs> trash dick, mm-hmm. dusty men. The dusty people in general that just drain you and waste your time. I'm done with it all. Mm-hmm. Life is short. Mm-mm. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I guess that would be my advice uh, going into 2020 is, uh, you know, if, if there's anything in your life that's really toxic and um, you know that you are toxic or that the people that you're dealing with are toxic, um, it's, it's time to cut the cord. And um, I follow Ari Lennox on Twitter, the singer. She's mm-hmm. beautiful black woman, great energy. And she said something the other day. She said, protect your peace. Oh, And that resonated with me like, protect your peace like you don't mm-hmm. owe anybody an explanation on your day-to-day or why you do things or why you don't do things or you know how you live your life whatever brings you peace whatever brings you joy whatever brings you love and happiness do that and protect it yes protect it out for it there's an internet page I follow. I'm an introvert. Me too. In order to be in my life, your presence has to be better than my solitude. Mm-hmm. Exactly. If, if you're not bringing positive to me, if you're not bringing me a benefit, mm-hmm. the fuck you, are you? Exactly. You know, there's songs about it. I could do bad by myself, and it's the truth. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm big on, you know, protecting your energy and protecting your peace and just, you know, there's a lot of people out there that are going through some stuff, and you just got to remember that you can't help everyone. You got to help yourself. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. You put on your, your oxygen mask first, Pretty much. 
Yeah, because if you don't if you don't take care of yourself, you're not going to be able to take care of anyone else. You're not going to be able to help other people. And my big thing in 2020 um, is that I want to be in a position where I can help people and give back to the people that have helped me. And I am unable to do that if I'm stretching myself thin, you know, and and just having my energy drained because I'm stretched thin. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, she said, protect your peace the other day. And I said, you know what? You're right. And um, there's a lot of people that don't understand uh, introverts. They, um, you know, my, my cousin's in, introverted too. And uh, his family members were like, oh, well, you, just need to, you just need to get out more. And I was like, you just need to mind your business and get the fuck on and leave them alone. Mm-hmm. It, it's not about getting out more. No. When you go out, you have a perfectly good interaction, but then you have to come back to what fulfills you and what feeds you and what gives you that solid base. Yes. And for some people, they're fed by that interaction by going out. And other people are fed by coming the fuck home. Yes. Yes. I'm, I'm fed by uh, being a hermit. Same. <laughs> Uh, no like um there's a lot of people that are are very misunderstood because they are introverted and um i went through that like people just not understanding like you know you don't talk to nobody you know they don't have anything of value to bring no I, I speak if I have something to say. Trust me. You want to hear my mouth? <laughs> you wind me up. <laughs> I got plenty to say. But um, yeah, I speak if I have something to say. And other than that, like I'm cool with just being quiet. I'm cool with just staying in my motherfucking lane. Um, so I don't really need to talk to people every day. I don't really need to like, you know, outside of, the work that I do because a lot of us it's a customer service based job um, <laughs> even, even in the adult industry like phone sex is customer service based so we got to talk to people you know all day when you're working so when you're done with work um, I'm cool with just chilling <laughs> and not <laughs> having to speak to people <laughs> <laughs> yes i i get sissies that are like oh i want to live with you and be your living uh, nope uh, no. i am jealous of my privacy my time my space my solitude mm-hmm. protect your peace mm-hmm. hell yes I, you you can be a sissy you can be a slave you can come over you can and clean for an hour and you can get the fuck out. Yep. Yeah, no, I've I've lived in housefuls of people before, and um, I'm surprised that all of us are still alive. <laughs> right. 
I've lived with people. Some of those people I'm still friends with and some, uh, nope. There are people that, um, I haven't spoken to since I moved out and I I was just happy to be gone, Mm -hmm. (laughs) be rid of them. Like, you know, and then I get the, oh, you know, how come you don't talk to us no more? We miss you. I don't fucking miss you. <laughs> right? You're loud. Yes. You're smelly. You're obtrusive. <laughs> I can hear you breathing. <laughs> Mouth breathing. <sighs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm good on, on living with people. I've had that experience and uh i'm okay with living alone and doing shit alone and having my solitude like a couple years ago i had a a friend of a friend who wound up needing a place to stay and i was like all right i can change my art studio and empty it out and you Mm -hmm. can come and crash for a little while you know until you get your feet under yourself Mm -hmm. that was the worst three months ever (laughs) Who was it that posted the video? Um, I think it was on our Enchantrix social group. Somebody posted a video uh, of an SNL skit, get the fuck out of my house. And it was a candle. (laughs) And you light the candle and it smells like garbage. And it gets everybody to leave because they want to leave. And the candle (laughs) is called get the fuck out of my house. I hollered (laughs) when I watched that video. I saw that skit. You know, because the guy's like dropping hints like, oh, man, you know, it's late. I really need to get to bed. They still talking. (laughs) You know, maybe you would be comfortable in your own house still talking. (laughs) They're like, have you tried? Get the fuck out of my house, candle. Smells like hot garbage. (laughs) All of a sudden, they're sitting there on the couch and they're like, what's that smell? Everybody's <laughs> gagging. They're like, oh, you know what? Um, I really have to leave. And dude's like, no, stay. You, you have to you have to go so soon. <laughs> really? Please make yourself comfortable. They're like, nah. And he just sat. <laughs> I I think that um there have been times in my life where I would have ordered like a pallet of those candles and lit them in every corner of the house that I used to live in. <laughs> just run the motherfucking parasites out. Like, can y'all just please get there, out? There is a product that you can get. And I know Amazon carries it. Mm-hmm. Fart spray. <laughs> Concentrated like a spritz, spritz fart scent. Like toxic fart smell. If you have black thinking, water, um, you could you could do that with with black water. If you mm-hmm. if you use a little I'm, black I'm water, I'm thinking for like candles. like political gatherings. You know, if the riot police show up, fart just smell. casual where they're not looking, spritz some on them, and then all their friends will be like, ooh. Who did that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Diversity of tactics. Yes. But yeah, fart spray exists. And if I had known about that when I had roommates, oh. 
I might I might have done some regrettable things. There was a funny story. It was like a, a Twitter story about a woman who bought a house with her partner. He cheated, got together with the woman that he cheated with, and then asked this lady, you know, to move out of the house that they had bought together. So she was like, okay, sure. So what she did is she left. Mm -hmm. And after she left, this guy and his new girlfriend started noticing a funny smell in the house. (laughs) They couldn't figure out. They vacuumed. They scrubbed the house. They deep cleaned. They washed the walls. They did everything. They got candles and, and spray just... That like they checked for rodents, they couldn't figure out where the smell was coming from. So eventually, they ended up moving out. <laughs> what the ex had done is the day that she was supposed to move out, she got like a seafood dinner, shellfish, yes. shrimp, yes, caviar, yes. like really <gasps> like poke. But, and she took the casings oh. from the shrimp and stuck them inside the curtain rods. <laughs> and then she moved out and she waited. Yep. So there you go. Oh, so time, time passed. They, they can't get rid of the smell. They can't have guests over because no guests want to come to the house because it stinks so bad. This guy contacts the ex and asks her to buy the house back for cheap. because nobody would buy it because of the smell so she bought the house back for cheap moved (laughs) back in they moved out took the curtain rods that had the stinky (gasps) shellfish in them so that was her revenge they took the curtain rods with her (laughs) they they took the curtain rods that she had stuck the shellfish in with them and the comments were like, I had tears in my eyes because they were like, this why you don't fuck with women. And I'm like, yep, pretty much. I, I read one that was similar to that on uh, Reddit, I think. Mm-hmm. The, they, they couldn't do anything to uh, the guy's house because he had roommates. They're like, that's not fair. Mm-hmm. So they went and they bought out the clearance meat section. And the one of the girl's friend, uh, she was like, oh, yeah, I know how to open up all the panels on a car. Uh-huh. So they got into his car and took like the interior door panels off and the panels, uh-huh. on, you know, in the back and everything. And they stuffed that thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's evil. It's, it's, it's so wrong, but it's so right. <laughs> don't be a dick (laughs) if you didn't provoke it you wouldn't get it in the teeth later Mm -hmm. like all you you have to do is not cheat it's that simple yeah don't don't be don't be an asshole and you don't have uh, shrimp shells (laughs) stinking up your house I mean but that was the best part is that they took the fucking curtain rods with them because they didn't know where the smell was coming from so they gonna move into their new home and have this cursed smell in their new home. 
Who follows them around? <laughs> mm-hmm. They will be haunted. I mean, but how, how are you gonna like buy a house with somebody and then cheat on them and ask them to move out so that you can move your girlfriend in? He deserved it. Mm-hmm. I mean, for one thing, damn, he's got big balls. He big deserves balls. to live with the stink that wouldn't die. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. That's that's <sighs> some like real evil shit to do to somebody that, that you just really despise and, and do not like. <laughs> that really deserves it. Yes. <laughs> like, like I do fully believe in just, you know, walk away, cut people off, protect your peace. But there have been times when I have just been tempted to teach people oh. a lesson. Oh, yes. Like, really don't, just don't motherfucking test me. You know, because I'm, I'm cool with just going on my way and staying in my lane and minding my business. But if you fuck with me, <laughs> I, I really feel bad for you. Mm-hmm. Like, just don't like, fuck I, with me. I, I won't do something honest i i will leave it you you go and i'll go and don't come back for a second helping though mm-hmm. mm. do not reoccur in my life because i have an entire list of terrible things that i want to do to somebody someday <laughs> I've, I've heard of people so you know super glue Mm-hmm. And you, you get into their house and you glue all the furniture to the ceiling. I've seen that in a movie. I I mean, even if I can't get your furniture up there and glue it in place, I can at least glue your sheets to the ceiling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> your clothes. Yep. Stick them to the ceiling. Uh, turn off all the ceiling fans in your house. Coat the tops of all the blades with glitter. I mean, even simpler, uh, super glue in all your door locks. Mm-hmm. You you go to bed at night, you lock the door, right? Yes. I'm going to glue the fucker shut. How are you going to get out of your house? <laughs> glue your favorite find out. cup to the ceiling or glue it to the counter so that you can't pick it up. <laughs> Without ripping off the panel from the counter uh poke multiple holes through all your coffee filters Mm. you will never have a cup of coffee that doesn't have grinds in it (laughs) (laughs) it's petty it's petty and i know it's petty my my piece of advice um uh, for really anybody is uh don't fuck with uh witches (laughs) witches <laughs> and women who are uh, spiritually aware you you don't do it, don't do it. <laughs> there there's a reason why people are afraid to mess with witches and it doesn't there's... have anything to do with like broomsticks or any of this bullshit like <laughs> nothing to do with I, that at all. I know enough about herbalism to really fuck up your day mm-hmm 
Yeah, like mm-hmm. just, just don't mess. That's my general rule is don't mess with people because you don't know what another person is capable of. So leave them alone. Word. And then that's tenfold for people who are spiritually aware and uh, members of the occult. And there was a, there's a, which is a page game. dedicated to, to being hateful towards trans people. And I, I rated their page poorly. And then I commented and told them that uh, they deserve everything bad that's about to happen to them. And that when it happens, I, I hope that they recognize and know that this is exactly what they deserve. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't, don't fuck with me. Yeah. Don't, don't hurt the people I love. Don't, no. <laughs> Pretty much. I'll hurt you. Yeah. You know, so uh, I, I teach um, positive spirituality, but, uh, I know some stuff. I know some things. You have to know it in order to protect against it. Mm-hmm. And once you know it, uh, yeah. Shit's easy to do. Might want to dig up your backyard. <laughs> <laughs> if you find a strange jar, you probably shouldn't open it. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's that's funny to me. Well, that <laughs> kind of leads into my next question i was gonna ask you how long you've been doing bdsm but i think instead of asking you that first i'm gonna ask you this how long have you been i don't want to say doing witchcraft but how, how long you know have you been doing or involved in my sophomore year of college so my freshman year um was rough and it resulted in a lot of people going, well, God will make you strong. And God did not make me strong. Uh, <laughs> no. So I went looking uh-huh. for, okay, all right, what else is out there? And uh, I found paganism and I found, well, I found Wicca. Mm-hmm. And then I found uh, paganism and then uh, witchcraft and was like, shut the front door. Mm-hmm. Yes, sold. So, um, really fucking long time. Yeah. When when I was a kid, my grandmother taught me how to douse for water, you know, using the Y shaped stick. Mm-hmm. And we had a family belief in spirits and ghosts and things, and a set of superstitions, mm-hmm. um, like uh. We would all be getting ready to go out to go to dinner and we'd get in the car and you know, my mom would say, okay, what do we want to eat today? And my grandmother, my mom, and I would all say at the same time, mm-hmm. Italian or Mexican or Chinese. Yeah. <laughs> so synchronicity and, you know, that there is an unseen world of energy and that... Uh, mental focus and, and effort intention. can create changes in yourself and changes in the world around you that you can get in sync with other people. I've I'm like, always, I've always believed that. Yeah. So I, I got interested in it and then I 
I did a, a deep dive. I must learn all the things. Yeah. And it weirdly, that's also right around the same time I got into BDSM. Oh, so, so they happen at, they both have the same time. Mm-hmm. And they're linked. So um, I started studying witchcraft and then altered states of consciousness, mm-hmm. including meditation. And I looked at you know, all the different ways to induce a trance. And one of them, they were like, oh, yeah, self-flagellation. Yeah. And then a friend of mine was like, I'm going to this kinky party and you need to come with me so that I'm not alone. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's a kinky party? <laughs> <laughs> And I went and I watched what's happening and I'm like, I was like, holy fucking shit. I know exactly what they're doing. Those are altered states of consciousness Mm -hmm. that they're inducing on purpose. Those are trances. That's. And yes, a a lifetime obsession was born. Yeah. There there are a couple of, there's several actually different ways to put somebody into a trance. Um, which is why like erotic trance erotic meditation uh, are are things that uh, are very interesting to me and the effect that they have on people and um, like you said there's flagellation is one of the ways that you can put yourself into a trance <laughs> rhythmic movement rhythmic touch uh the sounds um following a specific rhythm of speech mm-hmm. uh even certain tones and pitches mm-hmm. uh like 400 hertz or 400 megahertz i guess that tone just it it yeah. vibrates through you and it oh my god yes yeah yeah that's definitely- i had somebody tell me that they had to stop talking to me because every time they heard my voice they would go into a trance i'm like well you're welcome (laughs) i'm glad i could help i'd be like oh thank you for the compliment (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. thank you for the compliment but um so you've been doing bdsm for the same amount of time that you've been doing witchy things so what would your advice be for somebody uh for both actually if they wanted to get into witchcraft and spirituality and if they wanted to get into kink and bdsm be careful who you trust as an authority figure Mm, that's that's a big one that should be number Mm -hmm. one because both witchcraft and BDSM, there are some practices in both of these practice areas that if you do it wrong, you can hurt someone or yourself. Yes. And trusting the wrong person or not vetting your sources properly, well, it can teach you bad habits, it can teach you poor technique, and it can, it can hurt you and it can hurt other people. And you're responsible for the harm you bring to the world. Mm-hmm. So the reason I don't trust a lot of uh, men who claim that they are dominance because we need to have a talk about 
boundaries. We need to have a talk about limits. We need to have a talk about any type of trauma or mental health issues. And if this conversation is not had and somebody just wants me to submit it, because I do switch, um, they want me to submit to them, uh, red flag, red flag, danger, Will Robinson, run away, run away. There's a lot of really deeply unsafe shit Mm -hmm. that people do in the name of playing with their dick. Mm -hmm. Well, men have to be safe too, because uh, male subs can be taken advantage of. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, it's unsafe stuff in the name of playing with their dick. Mm -hmm. Dominant or submissive, they, I mean vet your sources if you're a male submissive don't just submit to anybody mm-hmm. you you don't know if that person's actually safe you don't know if they're gonna do something dumb you know yeah you you don't know if they know what they're doing yep i've i've seen somebody try to do uh at a at a play party and trying to do a cupping scene mm-hmm So cupping, you take a tiny little piece of cotton, right? And you put some rubbing alcohol on it and you put it down. Mm-hmm. You light it and you put a glass cup on top, which it uses up all the oxygen in the cup mm-hmm. and creates suction at the same time. And it doesn't get hot enough to burn you unless they use too much alcohol, pour it all over the place, make a mess. Somebody used too much put down a really wet big piece of cotton and didn't realize that it had run on the submissive skin Mm -hmm. and pooled underneath their body. Mm. He proceeded to light that on fire. Yep. Ouch. So even something that's fairly innocuous that under safe conditions, it won't hurt you like you're safe. A dominant who isn't paying attention, gets distracted, doesn't know what the fuck they're doing, you know, any number of things that can go wrong and you wind up laying in a pool of flaming rubbing alcohol. Mm, That does not sound like fun. They were fine because there were enough people in the room and somebody had a blanket to go immediately smother it, but burned all the hair off. (laughs) didn't smell very good (laughs) so they were fine just Mm -hmm. scared and that person's reputation for is this a safe person to play with when nope nope they're done so vet your sources after that he could only play with people who had never played before and had not taken the time to ask literally anyone else Mm -hmm. is this person safe to play with right and every time he played he had multiple people in the room watching Mm. just in case it's like he had babysitters and if you need babysitters then you're not an effective dominant nope so for the witchcraft people that want to get into witchcraft what would your advice be where to start Uh, vet your choose your authority 
um, carefully. Vet your sources. Uh, don't take anything at face value. Have as many different sources for anything that you're, you're taking in as you possibly can. Um, books that are more well-researched or more well-regarded within the greater community. And, you know, for both BDSM and witchcraft, get involved in your community because having a living person who can give you advice, who can guide you, who can explain to you, you know, the nuance of what maybe this book right. wasn't very clear about. And, and in your community, pay attention to who's respected, mm-hmm. uh, who, when they speak, everyone else kind of rolls their eyes and goes, uh-huh, sure. Yeah. Get into herbalism, too. That'll help a lot. Oh, God, yeah. Study herbs. Uh... Study herbs from both the witchcraft side and from the uh, medicinal side. Yeah, so that you don't because... end up poisoning yourself. Bingo. I've seen people, oh my God, this one, uh, there's a witchcraft group and I saw somebody who was like, what can I use um, in a cast iron pan to smoke and do a cleansing? And somebody came up and goes, ooh, camphor. Uh -uh. No. (laughs) Do not set fire to camphor in a closed space or anywhere that you might breathe it mm-hmm. on account of it, it that's poison. That That's bad. Uh, some things you don't want in your lungs. I mean, personally, I wouldn't use red pepper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just because, I mean, homemade paper spray is fun. It would definitely cleanse your space, but uh, you might have some respiratory difficulties. <laughs> a couple little trouble breathing after that I've, I've seen people recommending you know oh use this herb and i'm like that's poisonous mm-hmm. or oh bake some bread and put this in it oh you're gonna have the shits for three days yeah good job it's, so, it's important to know which herbs are poisonous which herbs are diuretics which herbs are uh laxatives yes yes like i can make you a salad that'll taste really delicious and then you will vomit up your toenails mm-hmm. which herbs will shut down your internal organs mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which ones are okay to eat but you shouldn't burn which ones you can burn but not eat like the the applications matter mm-hmm. it's <sighs> Before you do anything, research the hell out of it. Research all the parts, all the components, all of it. Just to be on the safe side. Because when I say you can hurt yourself, yes, that's, that's kind of what I mean. A lot, lot of people that just don't know what they're doing um, and end up either harming themselves or harming others um Mm -hmm. and uh please respect the craft that you enter into and and understand that some things culturally are not for you 
Like for yes, instance, I mean, uh, I was joking about the jars. That's oh, not yeah. for white people. <laughs> um, you know, I, I'm, I, I roll my eyes every time I hear white people talking about voodoo. <laughs> Do you know the origins of voodoo? Do you know about African spirituality? And I'm not talking about Christianity. I'm talking about African spirituality. Mm-hmm. I, I got interested in that. It was part of my, what is paganism journey? Mm-hmm. So Candelome and voodoo and hoodoo and uh, Santeria mm-hmm. and the differences between all of those and the similarities and what happened in the African diaspora. And I looked at it and went, this is really powerful, deep, impactful, amazing stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's not for me. Right. Like I, I should not. And, and I know enough to go to recognize it when I see it and go, Oh, right on, right on, right on. I'll be uh, backing away from that now. That is for that same reason that I kind of roll my eyes at, like when I see these spiritual kits being sold on Amazon with sage bundles and crystals Mm -hmm. and um, you're better off studying those things yourself and um figuring out what you can use i mean because you know crystals are great but know what they do and same thing with herbs and same thing with uh if you want to burn incense for spiritual purposes and maybe know that there are different kinds of sage and (laughs) why mass producing white sage is like kind of shitty you know like mm-hmm. you don't do that you you can you can burn sage mm-hmm. grow it yourself you can burn kitchen sage and it does exactly the same thing that white sage does but white sage is endangered yep in kitchen sage i've got a bush that i planted two years ago and it's going crazy right now. Like it's huge. Um, I plant that next year. Uh, I planted a few things can, this year, but uh, kitchen sage sounds fun. I mean, it's delicious and does all the same stuff. Mm-hmm. Sage, basil, um, rosemary. Mm-hmm. Hell, those three, grow them yourself, bind them together, set them on fire. And what you're doing is not a smudge. A smudge is a religious rite from within specific versions of Plains Indian native religion. And you're not part of that, unless you are, in which case, have fun. Right. You're doing a smoke cleanse, which is different. Yeah, I do, uh, I do smoke cleanses. Um, I love a good smoke cleanse. Every moon cycle. It smells good. Yeah. I actually got into that uh, before I joined LDW. So it was nice knowing that there are other witches at LDW. Hell yeah. How long have you been in LDW, Mistress Miss Harper? I have been with LDW since 2011. In, in, um, so the end of 2010 in December. So like the last week of December, technically. Mm-hmm. So last week of December. That's a long time. 
That's why I like my, my Twitter feed. Uh, I joined Twitter in January 2011. Mm-hmm. And Hi. what do you love about being an LDW mistress? Freedom. <laughs> the freedom. And it's fun. I get to help people. I mean, both, yes, in the short term with, oh, are you hard? Let me fix it. <laughs> or make it worse. You know, as the or case may be. make it worse, yes. I like making it worse. <laughs> <laughs> make it worse, then fix it? Both. I, I love the freedom. Uh, and the, the freedom, helping people. I get to, I've, I've talked to a lot of people who they start off with, yeah, oh, no, I'm just a sissy. I'm just a cross-dresser. And then five years later, they're like, so I transitioned. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I I like I've got some people that I've talked to, you know, every single week since I started. So there's long term relationships yep. that I have. Uh and I I love my fellow mistresses. Yes. Um I I like the uh the femdom sisterhood if you will and being able to help people because um, quite a few of the people that call us talk to us don't have that outlet outside of paying for an adult (laughs) service or if they were to come out would be in danger so mm-hmm. you know it, it, and it seems like a, a lot of the ladies um, are very uh, we we care about the safety and uh nurturing sometimes in a non-nurturing way mm-hmm. and uh, I, I love it yes the community, both of the clients and the mistresses, all the people behind the scenes, all of our support, the dispatchers. Be nice to the dispatchers, folk. guys. Oh, yeah. You, you know, you can tip our dispatchers, too, right? You can tribute our dispatchers and thank them for their hard work. Um, yes. They do work very hard. This is um, adult work is real work. Mm-hmm. you know so uh, it's fun work it's fun work uh, it's real it's, work. it's work it's real work <laughs> yes every now and then i get a friend who's like i want to do what you do and i'm like uh well it just trips me out like the amount of people that think um especially the phone sex industry that we just sit wait for calls moan and groan oh baby oh yeah stroke it for me a little harder and and that's all we do i mean mm, I, yeah. I do that sometimes but you know it's, it's it's a lot of work behind the scenes people don't realize there's a lot of work uh there's a lot more going on than just uh you know it's it's not all licking your thumb and talking about how much you like a dick <laughs> That's vanilla. That's the vanilla fun sex. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've done, uh, I've done vanilla, and um, it's a very interesting 
contrast. I still do vanilla calls, but I like the femdom aspect. And I tell people that I switch, but what I found is that the guys that want me to be sub, they don't know what the hell to do with me. <laughs> Accurate. It, 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 it's, it's real funny. Like, oh, you want me to be the sub? Okay, I'll be the sub. And then they just, they're like, oh shit, what do I do? <laughs> what? Oh, it, she's on her knees. What do I do? Mm-hmm. Oh no. <laughs> and and most of them, uh, once they get past that oh, 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 panic moment, they will default to what is inevitably bad BDSM. Mm-hmm. Yep. <sighs> Yep, they they Which is why if you want to get involved in the BDSM community very much. Bet your dominance. Mm. Because not all of them are any good. Quite a few of them are uh, yeah. Take it from somebody who has interacted with people that claimed to be dominance and were uh, anything but <laughs> it was like okay it did that like yeah. i said like if i submit to somebody all of a sudden they don't know what the hell to do with me and they exactly like you said like resort to bad doming mm-hmm. because they don't know how to handle a submissive and they don't know that um the submission is a choice if i choose to submit to you i can also choose to take that way Mm-hmm. You know, one of one of the first times I went to a BDSM event, some guy <sighs> told me that uh, he could put me up on a St. Andrew's cross and and I quote, "Make me cry." Mm-hmm. And I I looked him straight in the eyes and I said, "I bet you could. You're bigger than me. You probably could overpower me, and I bet you could make me cry. Mm-hmm. But you better kill me." <laughs> Because if you let me down, I'll kill you. Mm-hmm. You've never seen a 300-pound man back off so fast. Yeah. Because there are dominants, and then there are dominants. Some of them are, are, are all talk, like I said, until they get... They, they have the opportunity, and they just don't know what to do with it. Um, and then the contrast to that is... I get guys calling me to say, you know, I was scared to call you. Why? Why were you scared to call me? Because I've right. been, I've been reading your blog and you know, I've heard your voice and you sound like you would eat me alive. And I tell them, <laughs> well, you you are correct about that. I I will eat you alive. Um but, uh-huh. but you'll enjoy it. <laughs> I, I get them. They're like, oh, I'm so, I'm so afraid and intimidated. Mm-hmm. Why? <laughs> I'm a gigantic nerd. Yep. What's intimidating about me? <laughs> yeah, I'm nerdy, uh, nerdy introvert in real life. Um, I do not walk around clad in leather, swinging a whip. Uh, maybe behind closed doors, but 
On most days, I'm comfy in pajamas. I, I will admit that I did get my paddles out the other day. But it's so that, like, one of them is wood and I needed to clean it. Mm-hmm. So they just happen to be laying out casually. But most of the time, the, the kinky stuff is put away. You're far more likely to walk into my house and see, you know, dog fur and paint everywhere. Well, people ask me, what would I do if, like, people came to my house and saw, like, whips and paddles and sex toys? I tell them, well, first of all, this home is all adult. This this is an adult home. So you come into my home, what you see is what you see. Because mm-hmm. this, this is an adult home for me, who is an adult. So, I mean, you know... Uh, I'm not worried about what people see um, because I tell them, you know, this is what I do uh, in my spare time and on the phone and I like doing it and I'm an adult. I'm a consenting adult and that's another thing. Consent is hugely important, huge component of BDSM um, and The other thing that I am over is uh, people who cross boundaries and ignore consent. I'm over that. Big Mm -hmm. time. Yeah, one strike. One strike and you're out. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was out at a friend's birthday party and they had another person there who I hadn't met before and you know we're talking and I was was just being me saying something and the other person kept being like wow I like you you have no filter I was like filter what's a filter why why would I I don't have to watch my language here do I like I wasn't even saying anything bad I was just like what Mm -hmm. no I'm amongst friends why would I, I'm not, and it's the same at my house. If you come into my house, we're amongst friends. I'm, I don't hide. I don't filter shit. Yeah. It's my I, I put my toys away, not because I'm ashamed of them, but because I don't want them to get messed up. And I don't want people touching my stuff. And that. <laughs> I do not want people touching my stuff. So you know what? <laughs> We have been talking for an hour and a half. It doesn't seem like we've been talking for an hour and a half. <laughs> Time flies when you're having fun. So, Ms. Harper, do you have any questions for Duchess Willow? Mm. Uh, a question for you. Uh, is it is it okay that I, like, have a low-key crush on you? Oh, Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. I've been I've been crushing on Harper uh, since I started coming to your horse school shows. Yes. And I think in general, I mean, if you've talked to any of the women that we work with, uh, I I think girl crushes are are perfectly acceptable. Oh, yeah. I have a, a lot of girl crushes at LDW. 
There's there's a, a lovely plethora of ladies yes. that I absolutely would not mind, you know, sitting and talking to for mm-hmm. an hour and a half about everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I don't mind at all. So that's also an invite, guys, um, for you to do a two-mistress call with myself mm-hmm. and Miss Harper. Mm-hmm. Be brave. Mm-hmm. And if you need the number, because I know, you know, there, there's those of you that, that will pull a hole. Well, how do I call you? Here's the number. It's one eight zero zero six zero one six nine seven five. You ask for Mistress Harper, you ask for Willow, Mistress Willow, and you tell the dispatcher that you want a two-mistress call with both of us. (laughs) And dispatcher will get you all the way together and get you connected. And then you'll be at our mercy. I mean... Yeah. Really, (laughs) you will be. You will be at our mercy. You have no idea. Oh, you know you want to be a plaything in between us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your <laughs> sandwich. And you can, uh, if you have a question for Miss Harper, you can reach her via email at harper at enchantrixempire.com. You can reach <laughs> me, willow at enchantrixempire.com. Um, and again, this is the Ebony Femdom Phone Sex Podcast. Uh, my blog is the same name, Ebony Femdom Phonesex.com. Harper, give them your blog again so that they have it. Fetish Phone Sex Blog.com. See, perfect. Now you know how to reach us. And Harper, thank you very, very, very much. Oh, you are so very welcome. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. Hopefully we could do more of these um, and maybe with uh, more ladies. Maybe we'll do like a multi-mistress podcast one day and just get crazy and have party, have podcast party. Yes, that would be wonderful. Mm-hmm. But thank y'all for tuning in. Uh, I know it's almost been like... It's going on two hours. We got to talking. <laughs> we got to talking. Uh, That's how it works. Yes. That's what we do. Mm-hmm. And you can talk to us uh, again at LDW. Uh, the website, the main website is cockcontrol.com. Mm. That is where you can find myself and Harper and many of the other LDW mistresses and I hope y'all are staying safe. Remember to protect your peace and uh, have a blessed 2020. Bye Mm -hmm. bye for now.